Yeah, yes. That'll be eight dollars. <laughs> hey, everybody, welcome to Top Fives with Don Sill. I'm your host, Don Sill, and we got a great top five for you today. It's the top five comedians who died before their time. And joining me today is comedian, satirist, and all-around funny man, Charles Goonan, who may be best known for his online YouTube show called Tune Into Goonan. I have over 250 likes on Facebook, pretty nearly 1,000 views on YouTube. Yeah, 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 never heard of you. He also has a podcast called The Great Goonan Podcast, so check that out as well. And please, everybody, don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment. We want to hear all your great feedback. But without further ado, here we go, Charles Goonan and me, with our top five comedians who died before their time. <laughs> I keep trying to steer it back. <laughs> I didn't know that the $8 was happening. <laughs> hey, no, go ahead, man. This is good, this is good, yeah, go ahead. Well, I wanted to also get your top yes. five. I, I want to do a top five yes. of uh, comedians who died before their time. So they, they died. Oh, OK. My first one would be Jeff Bozy. He died before his time. Uh, let me see. Uh, Ritz Raider just caught whatever Jeff Bozy had. And he died, too. Uh, Graz, Graz, Graz is still alive, but he's not a comedian. Uh, let me see. Uh, that whole friggin. Uh, no, I can't. I can't say that. I was going to say something really mean. Uh, uh, seriously, um, Dennis Wolfberg. Oh, man, great. Great pick. Yeah, he was, uh, Dennis Wolfberg was hilarious. He's one of the first guys. Nobody I... remembers him. Ladies and gentlemen, I am 42 years old, and never has anyone requested pictures of my colon before. I asked him if he wanted wallet size or an 8 by 10 party. I remember, uh, he, I was cried tears watching, because at first you, you think he's sticky because it was 80s uh, boom comic. And then he comes out, and then his delivery is just all over the place, and he's just like, like that weird face. <laughs> I think he was a professor in, uh, at one point in his, in his life. And his, oh my God, dude, I was crying laughing. That's a great one. Uh, Dennis like uh, Wolfberg. I liked his material. I liked, I used to love, he used to do a routine about uh, seeing a baby getting born. And, and it wasn't even that it was the greatest lines that he had but if you combine it with how excited he would get with his face he'd go and i looked at it and it was a smurf i gave she gave birth to a smurf <laughs> it's like yes and i just love i used to love that all right so i'll go we'll go back and forth that's your that's out of five that's one of them and i'll go and i'll counter that with mitch hedberg who I think uh, was a great comedian who, who died before he could really peak. I don't believe he peaked at the stardom he could have obtained, and the same with Wolfberg. But I believe that, you know, that's my dream introduction right there, you know. You might have seen this next comedian on the David Letterman show. But I, I believe more people have seen me at the store. I mean, I like, I like uh, Mitch Hedberg. I think that um, the reason why I chose Dennis Wolfberg is because I think people speak with reverence about Mitch Hedberg and you could get a lot of his stuff because Mitch Hedberg was popular by the time cable TV was popular. Dennis Wolfberg died before the boom of even cable TV, certainly before the internet. That's a good point. That's a good point. I respect that. So then I will say then, uh, we'll take we'll take Hedberg off the table because I do, I do uh, agree with you on that. So then we'll say um, 
Mike DeStefano. Mike DeStefano was being groomed potentially to be like a tough crowd New York comic, one of those, you know, comedy seller comics. He was very raw and he was a uh, recovering drug addict and he um, he had AIDS and uh, his delivery was was harsh. I was watching a show a few weeks ago about a man who was convicted of murder. They found out through DNA that he was innocent. He did 12 years in prison. They let him out. They gave him $2 million. That's the fucking, $2 million. If you put me in prison for a murder that I didn't commit, you should let me fucking murder someone. I want to be able to kill somebody when I get out. Like he had some funny bits um, that I don't think he could do today. You know what I'm saying? They were racy, they were on the edge. They were hilarious. He had, he had bits about having AIDS. He had a lot of bits about it, that he had AIDS. You guys remember when AIDS first started? Everyone blamed it on the gay people. That was terrible because we found out that it was the Jews. Well, oh, wait a minute. I know who that is. He was on Last Comic Standing. Yes, yeah. His yes, claim to fame died. was Last Comic Standing. And he died shortly after. He, he died while he was preparing for... He was like a muscular guy with short hair. Yeah, like grayish hair. Yes, yes. Yeah. I know who you're talking about. Now. Yeah. So I believe he definitely... Uh, died before he could have become something. I think he could have been right there with the Greg Giraldos of the world and, uh, and, and that whole, in the late great there's Greg a lot, There's a lot more comedians that I think uh, died young or, or something that I think because they died young, they're elevated above, I don't even think they're as good as people think they are. Uh, they're, like, they're not that they're bad, it's just that I don't like some of them you know, there, there's, unfortunately, we're only talking about stand-ups and we're only talking, and a lot of times people talk about certain stand-ups like they were Christ or something like that, or Messiahs, and, and I never see that as uh, as comparable, but... Uh, so let's finish this top five and then we can, let's just then My only up. one would be Wolfberg. Really? So how about I name the, some off to you and you tell me what you think. So right now we have Wolfberg, combined we'll put together this list, right? So we have Dennis Wolfberg, and then we have uh, Mike DeStefano. Okay, so those two qualify. And then I also had like Freddie Prince. And I say that because this guy was one of the first comedians to break out of the comedy store and show the rest of the comedians and to show the world that that, that can be a sitcom and superstardom from the stage, from the stand-up stage. It's like Chinese people intrigue me too because they're so quiet. They ain't so proud. They always had their homework a year ahead. <laughs> they made everybody else look bad, you know, for tomorrow. I have that already. <laughs> and then he died too young. I think he was like in his early 20s when he killed himself because the fame from Chico and the Man, his TV show, was just too much to bear. But I think if he would have lived on, who knows what he could have become. He might, he, I think today he would have probably been a has been like a Jimmy Walker. You got the number right, cause you are talking to kid a dynamite. But he still was skyrocketing at that time. Looking good, looking good, looking, looking, looking good. What's your thoughts on on okay. Freddie? <laughs> you have no opinion on uh, Freddie? No, no, not really. Uh, he's okay. Like I mean, you don't really know. I, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't put him as a great. Comedian. He was a successful comedian, but who knows what he would have done. He was one of the first real breakout 
stand-ups of of uh, of the stand-up era, of the '70s, like when the stand-up comedy club era, I should say. He was one of the first, like, that came out of the comedy store and all that stuff. Um, my other, I like him better than Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> nice, very nice. Um, Richard Jenny. What do you think of Richard Jenny? But Richard Jenny was very—he was—he was great, but he was very successful. Like I don't—I don't know. Like, what do you mean? Like, died before their time? Like that they didn't get recognition? Because he was very well recognized. Well, not that they didn't get recognition, but that they never met their true stardom. I, I think, like Richard Jenny had a movie in him. Well, there's a lot of people. Listen, uh, who knows? I mean, there's a lot of people who Richard Jenny isn't Richard Jenny like the same. Time period is uh, uh, Bill Maher and uh, who's the other person I'm thinking of? The fellow who played the head of the college in Nutty Professor. Oh, I think uh, I, I think I know you told me he's a Long Island guy too. Miller, Larry Miller, you talking about? Larry Miller. So yeah, yeah isn't he? Isn't uh, like Larry Miller, Richard Jane, They're the same time period. Yeah. So Larry Miller is alive and should be more famous. My greatest accomplishment so far is having all five Planet of the Apes films on tape. Uh, um, Robert Wool should be more famous. But you know what happens when you've never had a winner? Never. When you've been the butt of every joke, when you get your chance, you make sure everybody knows about it, you know? I like those guys, too. I mean, just because Richard Jenny died. I mean, Richard Jenny died a millionaire, so I don't know how how bad he had it. <laughs> I, don't I, don't this, I don't know. No, I really I don't know. I mean, I just, this is great. I'm going to keep this rolling because to me, well, like the reason why I went, the reason why I mentioned Dennis Wolfberg was because I thought Dennis Wolfberg was very unique, and he died before he like people don't even remember him. When I said that to you, you probably didn't even consider him until I said that. That's true. I, I, I he was yeah. off my radar, but I did love. I always loved Dennis Wolfberg, and he is a. a forgotten unfortunately by mainstream people i think and that would that would really but, but the, the fact that he's forgotten would probably fall more into the criteria you're talking about than someone like richard jenny who people know him people know who he was but he's forgotten he was too. very successful yeah he was I, he may have been more successful than uh wolfberg because i think he was in a couple movies and he had his oh own much more successful yeah yeah but he was uh, in vegas all the time the guy was a millionaire let me drag this out as long as I can. Let us read from the epistle of an apostle. Romans 7, Leviticus 3, 25 or 6 to 4. My next one here is Ralphie May. Uh, I think Ralphie May... I, 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 never thought, I never thought he was that big a deal. I thought he was big, but I never thought he was that big a deal. <laughs> I thought he was kind of hacky. I tell people that's where the term spick and span comes from. And uh, <laughs> look it up. Look it up. Because Mexicans are so clean. See? See, at first you think it's going to be a racial slur. Then it turns out to be a racial compliment. Now he's prejudiced. Yeah, Ralphie May was like this, uh, this uh, overweight. He was, on, he was uh, known for, for Last Comic Standing also. Yeah, he came to. He was, on, he was on the one that, that that fan won. 
the one that Rich Voss was on, the one yeah. that that fan won. Yeah. That fan is a guy who's basically forgotten. He won, and I don't know anybody who ever talks good about him or anything. My father, he looks like Yoda smoking opium. He's like, Dark Fang just, young Jedi, Dark Fang. He's still on the circuit too. He's still. Yeah, he's, he's still probably making shows. a very good living. He's yeah. probably making as much as Richard Jenny, not as much as Richard Jenny right now, right. you know. But Ralphie May, uh, to, to me, um, was it, you know, he was one of the few white comics who could win over a black room um, in those in, in, in his time and all that. Know. And I think that he. Why? Because he was fat? No, I, I think, no, because he just talked, he just had that, that swagger. The reason black people got caught and put into slavery is because white people grabbed them by their jug handle earlobes. Yes, that is what I'm saying. Listen, you, you're forcing me to, to badmouth a dead person. I thought he, I thought he was, he was whack. The, the next one on my list here is um, Robert Schimmel. Brilliant. I think Robert Schimmel, yeah, I would agree with you, because Robert Schimmel was probably a genius. And I love my wife, she's so great, but you know, the dog shits in the house. She asked the dog if he did it. <laughs> the dog's never gonna answer her. She goes, did you shit over there? I'm like, no, honey, Aunt Rose shit in the kitchen. Robert Schimmel was great. And Robert Schimmel had a horrible, I mean, he, he did it to a lot of the drama in his life, he did to himself, but, uh, and he was an interesting guy. Like, like when I really got to know Rob, the first time I ever saw Robert Schimmel was on the Ronnie Dangerfield special. Yeah. But when I really became a fan of Robert Schimmel was when he was a guest frequently on the Howard Stern show. And he would just talk about his messed up life and how he like, he left his wife and then went with the daughter's girlfriend and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. And a very interesting guy, very good uh, take on things. He had a very good, um, HBO special after he had one of his heart attacks that was really good. I think it's called Heart Attack or something like that. And uh, yeah, Robert Schimmel was, was probably a, a genius. I agree. I think he was a genius. I got to meet him a few times. He's a great guy, hilarious guy. Uh, he, he, this guy, the, the one of the biggest ironies of his the way he died was that he battled and beat cancer twice. And then and he then died he, in a car accident. He right? died while he teaching his daughter how to drive. So it's almost like a comedic way to die. Like, you know what I mean? It's just like, this guy who beats cancer twice and he dies like, hey, no, left, no, yes, stop, you know, and-, and Something uh, to look for that is very hard to find. Uh, I haven't been able to really find it. Uh, Howard Stern produced a pilot for him that never aired. We've got, if we could find that. Yeah. I would love to see that, that the, the Robert Schimmel show. Yeah. His brother, his brother's a friend of mine on Facebook. His brother talks about him a lot. Um, Robert Schimmel had one of my favorite jokes, and it's just a question. He goes, uh, how do blind people know that when they're done wiping their ass? <laughs> yeah, that's, that's how do awesome. they know? How come nobody ever asks like Stevie Wonder that? <laughs> I think it's the, uh, you know, taste. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I'm glad. Here, here, you owe me two dollars. Here, here's ten. So, so far we agree on three, right? So, uh, we have um, your guy uh, that you said, Wolfberg, Wolfberg, Dennis Wolfberg. Then we got Mike DeStefano. 
and now we have Robert Schimmel. So, well, you say Mike DiStefano. I'm, I'm, I'll go along with it. I mean, I don't. Well, he I'm fits not, the criteria more. Like he was never really, he never really had a, he never really popped. He never really had a chance. He was probably lesser known than Wolfberg. He's probably, you know, and and I think he had a chance. I think he had, um, you know, he had uh, he was a prospect. He he could have done it. I think. I think he was that funny. And when you watch this episode, I'll put clips of him, and then you could you know see what i'm talking about so i hear a black man say i'm tired of the white man me too where is he let's get him kill whitey kill whitey are you ready for the my next one and i'm curious your answer on this i think i know but we'll, we'll see um bill hicks he's one of the people i think are overrated completely overrated He's one of the people I think people talk about like he's Jesus, and I don't think his material holds up at all. You know what, though? I find it ironic that people who are against things that cause sexual thoughts are generally fundamentalist Christians who also believe you should be fruitful and multiply. Isn't that weird? Don't you think they'd be for things that cause sexual thoughts? You know what I mean? Maybe even a centerfold in the Bible? <laughs> Miss Deuteronomy? So when you watch Bill Hicks, you don't like, is it that you just don't like that style of comedy that kind of like- I liked him, I liked him when, when he was out. I, I first saw him on uh, Rodney's special, the Rodney Dangerfield special. And uh, we used to have the Scrambler, so you could you could steal HBO. Oh Remember? yeah, like yeah the, the Scrambler, yeah. 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 <laughs> but we used to watch the Rodney Dangerfield specials. Um, and now I have them all on DVD. But, uh, and I like, I like some of his jokes. Um, and I liked his HBO half hour special, the one night stand half hour special. But the more political and serious he got, the less funny he is. And it's the political serious stuff that people use to say that he's profound, but it's also the political serious stuff that isn't funny anymore. Yeah, but he still has like, some of his bits are still funny, I, I think held up. Like the, when he talks about, do you really think Jesus wants to see a crucifix when he comes back? Do you think when Jesus comes back, he ever wants to see a fucking cross? <laughs> so I, th I think that that premise still has legs. Yeah, uh, my, my favorite joke of his was um, that he liked to smoke cigarettes. So he said that, the, you know, the different uh, warnings that are on the pack of the cigarettes. He said, uh, you know, some of them say birth defects and some of them say cancer. He goes, just don't get the one that says cancer. Get the box that says birth defects. He goes, what do I care? I can't have a baby. And he goes, like you, like you see people trading their boxes. What do you have? I have throat polyps. You want? Okay, I'll take throat polyps. That is my big fear in life, doing smoking jokes in my act, you know, then showing up five years from now. Good evening, everybody. <laughs> Like that's funny, but um, but I don't. I think most of his stuff doesn't hold up well. I, I think yeah. I, I mean, and, that, and you could say that with a lot of early comics. You know, like comedy is one of those things where it's, it, some of it's time capsule, right? Like, but well, a lot of it too. You know, people love to take this so seriously. You know, and and that's the problem because it's not supposed to be taken seriously. And the fact that he is sort of uh, talked about in such a messiah-like way, uh, well, 
the material doesn't live up to that, you know? It, it can never live up to that because you have to understand Dave Chappelle, George Carlin, Richard Pryor, Jackie Vernon, <laughs> uh, Jackie Gleason, uh, Red Skelton, they're all doing this. And none of them are more profound than the other. And when people try to say like, Dave Chappelle's a great philosopher. No, he's not, he's a comedian. You wanna add some seriousness that you're bringing your own baggage to. That's going to uh, be the part about them that will uh, be dated first and wear out first. It'll be the part that won't hold up in the future. Uh, you know? Uh, and so the problem with someone like Bill Hicks is that he's talked about in, in too much like he's uh, the, the Autobot Matrix of Leadership or something. And, it, and, and it's just he's just a comedian. He's just, you know, he told jokes like somebody else. He wasn't more he didn't have some sort of better insight into the world. He was talking yelling jokes. So do you think that you lost favor with him because everybody else was feeling that way and you're like you know and you're sitting there going no that's not he's just a comedian and then that kind of made no, you like no. him less or do you not uh, no it was it was from it was from revisiting him after a long time i was like you know i used to laugh at this more you know uh do you uh, think uh so, do you think yeah. comedians is are important you know what I mean? Like, like, uh, like. I think they're worth eight dollars. <laughs> what do you mean important? Like, do, do you I'm think? I'm a comedian, so I'm a, I'm gonna say I'm important. So why would I? You know what well, do you mean? Well, do you think like comedy and throughout history is important? Do you think because they challenge the status quo? They cha they they uh, well, see, challenge this is the society. Thing. Like comedy might be important. Comedy might be important for your feelings and for life and, and for feeling good. But I don't think comedy, uh, by definition, challenges the status quo or anything like that. Comedy is broader than that like you're, you're talking about one particular thing that somebody might say you know um right like even carlin how does dick jokes how does how does uh rodney challenge the status quo but i think he's funnier than bill hicks or richard Pryor. right so do you think there's a difference between a carrot top versus a bill hicks no why would i I, I don't like when people do that. I used to do that when I was young. I used to go, oh, he props. But I love Gallagher. I think Gallagher's brilliant. What is it, Doodle No, that's what I'm trying to get to is, is that you think funny is funny. And and that's that's cool. And then you have yeah. other, yeah, right. And and I agree with that to a, to a certain degree. I do think there's different genres of comedy, just like there are with music. I think Carrot Top's funny. I mean, I, I might like one person more than the other. It has nothing to do with that. I don't think there's a such thing as this is the right way to be funny and this is the wrong way to be funny. And I don't think of, um, yeah, you know, there are people, some people are, you're conditioned also by the way society talks about people. Like you can't say, like I have said, and I'll still say it, Bob Hope's funnier than Richard Pryor. And, and my reasoning is that you don't have to know anything about Bob Hope to laugh at him. And, and Richard Pryor's stuff is so personal. How about all those shows being canceled on TV? In all, 34 shows were canceled. It's the worst thing that's happened to television since Gentle Ben ate his acting coach. <laughs> all right, so we'll get back to the list here. And the list at hand, um, I have it, uh, the late, great uh, Patrice O'Neill.
Patrice O'Neill's great, but I don't know if, uh, is he unsung? I mean, he died young, but people talk about him. Men want to be alone, but we don't want to be by ourselves. Does that make sense at all? I think that Patrice O'Neill is more famous for the non-stand-up stuff he did. Um, Tough crowd, Opie and Anthony, that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, his stand-up's good. Uh, I like Elephant in the Room, but I really like his half-hour HBO special. Black people really don't look at white people with, like, you're the oppressor anymore. It's just something we do. It's just like we like not liking white people. And <laughs> white people like not liking us. It's like, it's just, that's just what we do. It's just... And, and and there's a few other ones, but then after a while, when you look at the clips, you see that he's doing a lot of the same material. But um, but yeah, uh, now I didn't watch Tough Crowd really when it was on. I watched it later on, and now every episode is on YouTube. And I can fall down a wormhole of just watching it. Oh, and so my favorite, good. My favorite ones are the ones with Patrice, because he'll take over. And it doesn't matter what the subject they're talking about is, because then he'll just make fun of other guys in the room. Oh, I'm coming to fix the cop. Why is Bilbo Baggins continue to insult me here? <laughs> Somebody tell John C. Riley to shut his face. Yeah. Right? And I like that a lot. I like that type <laughs> of stuff, you know? Uh, you know, and you would think something like that might be worth eight dollars. <laughs> yeah, I think Patrice was a... Uh, a brilliant stand-up, and like you said, I don't think he gets enough credit for his stand-up. Finish the story! Who got shot? Never mind now. You won't let me tell the story the way I want to tell the story, so I won't finish because you won't let me tell it with Diane, my friend who doesn't like guns and stuff. I, I think, you know, I think, like you said, most people know him from who he is from the from Tough Crowd, from Opie and Anthony, from and, and all of those and his interviews. They know him for for who he is, not really for his stand-up. Um, but I do think he also died too young. He's 41 years old when he died. I, I think had he lived on, he could have been he could have been the Chappelle. He would have been the important comedian. Uh, you know, that's what well, I see. Think. You just said it there, the important. Well, community. I said that as a play. Yeah, I said that on purpose. You know, think about it. A few years ago, everybody was saying that about Louis C.K. And then it turned out he was a Jericho. <laughs> More of me. And, and uh, it turned out he's black. But <laughs> in front of people. But, um, but. You know, yeah, I don't know. Patrice was great. I, I, I don't, yeah, okay. If you want to put Patrice on that list, I just don't think he was unsung. The, like, out of all the ones you're mentioning, the, I think the one who deserved it the most is the one I said, Dennis Wolfberg, because he was really great and nobody even remembers him. No, I, I agree with you. I think Dennis Wolfberg definitely deserves to be on the list, um, as do, in my opinion, the others. So, uh, just to recap, I think we're going for five that we agree on, right? So, so far we have, I'm trying to get it in the camera. Uh, so far we have Dennis Wolfberg, Mike DiStefano, and then we also had um, Robert Schimmel, then yeah. Bill, Bill Hicks. Which, I, I, I disagree, but okay. Uh, okay, so we'll go three, and now do we agree on Patrice for four? The criteria is is that they, they were unsung. Yeah, the criteria is that they, they died 
Because I think Patrice, Patrice was very successful and had, no one has ever stopped talking about him. And I think the same is true of Bill Hicks. I think he's more famous in death. You know, there's like a lot of people, like Lenny Bruce. You know, most of Lenny Bruce's materials not, not, doesn't hold up anymore. But to me, she was so petty. Sometimes I wish that she were dead. But it'll probably take her two hours to get ready. <laughs> it's the fact of him that people talk about. Oh, Lenny Bruce, you know? Yeah, like so, if you watch Lenny Bruce stand up now, it's not funny. You kind of got to put yourself in uh, the mindset of a, someone in, their, in, the, in the 1950s. And I feel the same about Hicks. Uh, a lot of the stuff he was doing was about politics. There's a lot of stuff he did about George Bush and Republicans and stuff like that that he did for a while. My favorite joke that I'll tell you something about Bill, one of my favorite jokes about Bill Hicks. And this might be from one of those HBO specials he did or the half hour special. And he, he kind of said he was talking about how commercials are never they're never about the product that they're trying to sell because, you know, you'll see like some sexy lady and it'll be like <laughs> a gum commercial. Or something. So he goes, he goes, he goes in the future. The commercials are just going to be you see some lady pan out, she spread naked, she's touching a pussy, and you just see, drink coke. <laughs> yeah, that's a good, that's a great, <laughs> another one I wanna, I, I think this, this guy fits, the, uh, doesn't, does not fit the criteria, but then again, I think he kind of does because we know who he is, but uh, anyway, it's John Panette. The John, fat dude? Yeah, he he died when he was 50 years old. Um, right, right, right. And um He was a funny guy. Yeah, I like that. I thought he was funny. Yeah, John Panette, I like him better than Ralphie May. Tried Indian food. Have you been out for Indian food? Yeah, bring a sandwich. <laughs> and and he was and he was a veteran of comedy. Like Ralphie May was a guy who came on and won a contest or was in a contest. Right. You know? Whereas, uh, whereas, uh, you know, the John other Panette. fellow, John yeah. Panette was, was around for a long time. John Panette was around for a long time. He had a couple of tastes of uh, success with, he was on that show, Parker he Lewis Can't Lose. He ate a lot. 9.95, all you can eat. We'll see who wins this friggin' handout, won't we? The man was, <laughs> what did he die of? He burst? <laughs> Embolism. Uh, but but he was on Parker Lewis Can't Lose. Do you remember that show? He was on that. He was the gym teacher. And his stand-up, dude, that guy he's, had me crying. He's like, the, literally. He's the central plot point in the finale of Seinfeld. Yep, yes. Yep, he was uh, in, in Seinfeld and all that. But he's one of those, to me, still an unsung guy. He's the guy that people might know his face. They don't know his name. But everybody knows the one bit, you know, whether they heard it through somebody. Four hours! Four hours! Oh, you for out. You go now. You right, you right. you don't eat vegetable. <laughs> You're going now. You're here for hour. Why you here for hour? Do not come here anymore. Why you have spare rib? You're so big. Eat vegetable. Yeah, he, uh, okay. I'd put him on there, yeah. 
Okay, so he's at number. And only one fat dude. So get Ralphie May off of there. Ralphie May's off the list. So so far, if I can remember the list, uh, I should have wrote this down. Uh, Dennis Wolfberg, um, Mike DeStefano. Then we have Robert Schimmel, and now at fourth place there, John Panette. Now the fifth one. Well, you said Patrice. Uh, you don't want to include Patrice. Oh yeah, Patrice I... O'Neill. So then John Panette. So we have all five. Oh great. But maybe I can find someone because you think Patrice was already um, famous. Like you think he already met the criteria. Because yeah. we're looking. It sounds awful because I'm I'm like going this dead guy is not dead enough for me. This is not good, <laughs> you know. But it's but I, I, the reason why I put Wolfberg was he's the one who came to mind right away because and 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 you have to admit you didn't even know you didn't think you weren't even thinking about him when I said that. Dennis Wolfberg was was off the radar for sure. And everybody else on your list was much more recent and much more well known and still talked about. Dennis Wolfberg died before the digital age. Right. And 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 he's not remembered or regarded um which which because he was very famous, uh, not very famous, very funny. He was very funny and yeah. uh he, I remember his stand-up special, man. He had me like literally belly laughing, crying where I couldn't breathe from that special. And like you said, it was all in the delivery. Um, what is it? Do you have any other lists? You want me to like who's worth eight dollars, who's not worth eight dollars? Well, there you have it, folks. That's our top five comedians who died before their time. I would like to see your top five in the comments below. And if we missed anybody or overlooked any notable comedians that should be worthy of the list, please let us know in the comments. And again, remember, please subscribe and like, and we will see you next time.